When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I was watching a football game and I hit previous channel on the remote point. And then it jumped to a whole nother channel. And then that's when I discovered this HGTV. <laughs> oh, you got your in it? What? You've seen this Home and Garden Network? Oh, what a delightful network that is. <laughs> I missed the whole game because I got caught up in a marathon of Property Brothers, Flip or Flop, House Hunters. I was yelling at the TV like it was a football game. Get the marble counters! And then if you watch HGTV, you know their crown jewel, that fixer-upper show. Yeah, again, yeah, with Joanna and Chip in Waco, Texas. What? First of all, first of all, you could buy a house for $5 in Waco, Texas. <laughs> According to Joanna and Chip, right? Joanna's exotic looking. You don't know what she is. Chip is this funny white guy that can fix anything. Makes me giggle every episode. <laughs> Get off that tree, Chip. You're going to break something. <laughs> Orlando Liba. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I do love HDTV, man. Yep. I think that's probably my favorite network. I love house hunters. I love international house hunters. And it doesn't matter where they are. They could be in Des Moines, Iowa. And it doesn't matter if you sort of fade into a Saturday afternoon nap or not. It'll be on again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not going to miss anything. They will always come back. I could binge watch those for days. Mm-hmm. It is 739 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And uh, time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Want to go on a Cats in Windows tour? Well, I'm here to tell you. Cats in Windows. Oh, yeah. Boy, there was something relaxing and therapeutic about just watching animals. Yeah. Pets. Domestic animals. Yes. Some animals can, you know, tigers and bears and that kind of thing. Can get a little stressful. Well, when they're chasing gazelles and things like that. And, yeah, it's getting ready to slaughter their next meal. Right. Yeah. I don't like those videos. Not that kind of therapy, No. No. Uh, but we'll get to that story here shortly. As soon as winter starts wearing out its welcome, people start clamoring for summer. So how is it once it finally arrives? All we're doing now is complaining about the heat. Mm-hmm. According to this new poll, the average American is in a good mood for almost 60% of the summer, which breaks down to roughly 53 days out of the 90-day summer. Okay. The survey was conducted this summer. And obviously, we're dealing with a pandemic. Stressful times. But the survey did not address restrictions or anything like that. They also didn't ask about other seasons. So it's unclear how summer stacks up 
But people's favorite summer mood boosters include flowers blooming. Oh, that is nice. We're isn't having it? a great year in our backyard. Are it's you beautiful? Good. It's lush. It's green. It's just it's it's a bounty of floral. Nice. Seeing the trees budding, taking a walk in the park. On a side note, the survey also asked about sunscreen. And 96% of people, and I am included in this group, say they never, well, they don't wear sunscreen every day. I wear sunscreen if I'm going to be laying out, which is rare. Right. But, yeah, 96% of people say they don't wear sunscreen every day. And that's what the dermatologists tell you to do. They tell you, you Mm -hmm. should wear sunscreen every day. I I don't. I guess I I should. I don't I haven't even been using moisturizer with sunscreen in it. I don't get out I'm not out much. Kristen says it's in her makeup or whatever. Yeah, they do put it in makeup. But I haven't been wearing makeup, so that doesn't help me either. Would you believe I'm not wearing any makeup it's right now? It's shocking because your skin tone is just perfection. I mean you would think. You would think yeah. that a look like that would be, you know, but you just got it all natural. All natural look at that. right here. Blessed. Fifty-seven percent admitted they never wear sunscreen while they're outside. Yeah, like if we're going to be walking around, say, let's say we're in Boston, mm-hmm. we know we're going to be walking around the city and it's a sunny day. I'll put some sunscreen on because yeah. I know I'll get burned. Yeah. See, I didn't. I, I, for yeah, there's just some disconnect there for me. If I'm not like purposefully like laying out in the sun and trying to get a tan. Right. I mean, I'll I'll put on suntan lotion there, but I haven't done that. I couldn't tell you the last time I did that. Yeah. Probably the last time I went to Florida and went to the beach. I like how you you didn't call it sunscreen. You call it suntan lotion. Suntan lotion. The last time I put suntan lotion on. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Suntan oil. (laughs) Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> the last time I put baby oil on and laid out in the sun. But the disconnect you're talking about is probably because we're thinking, well, why would I? I'm not I'm not planning on burning. I'm not right. laying out. I don't think I'm doing anything dangerous. I'm right. just outside for a little while. I need the vitamin D, don't yeah. I? Yes. Oh, we all do. Vitamin D. So is why would I put sunscreen on? So I, necessary. I mean, I get it. I'm yeah. going to get dermatologists now writing me saying it's to protect your skin, and I respect that. I get it. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, so what do I do? I just put it on my face, I guess, right? Is I that put the it plan? on any skin that's being exposed. Oh, I got to put it on the back of my head then too. Yes. Oh, for sure. Neck. That's yeah. a great hair tonic. For sure. <laughs> for what's left. There. It was when I was out in Santa Fe, every, it, it felt like 90% of the women that live there all wore hats. Oh, yeah? They just had these big, beautiful, cool-looking hats on all the time to hmm. cover their face. And some of them were so big, covered their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So what's Santa Fe like? I've never been. Is it desert? Is it oh, yeah. mountains? Is it's it desert. hot? It's mountains. Is there it's any a green? dry heat. There's very little green 
There's, you know, it's. They got a lot of cactus, or is that Arizona? Uh, I didn't I see, see a lot of cactus, but there. I don't know what you call those plants. Oh, that you see tumbleweed. <laughs> no, I didn't see any tumbleweed, but it was it's dry, dry, you know, dry yeah. and brown. Oh, what's the appeal to Santa Fe? Uh, you know, I think it's very eclectic. It's there's a lot of diversity. There's a lot of tradition. A lot of art. A lot. Oh my God, I've never seen so many art galleries. Artistic I mean, there there enclave. must be hundreds, and and so many artisans from you know. I bought earrings from Laos. There's so many Native Americans there. I bought some a turquoise bracelet for my mom. I mean, the shopping is insane. Hmm. And what's really cool about it is they can't build any buildings taller than two stories. So you cannot tell how big Santa Fe is because there aren't any tall buildings in the distance. So you don't know if the city ends in two blocks or if it goes for 30 more miles. That's cool, though, because then you always have a guaranteed view of the mountains. Right, right. It's a lot of sky. Always get a a sunset. That's good. You Mm -hmm, want sky, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Meanwhile, if if you've been known to have have an adult beverage or two, Mm -hmm. uh, you've probably purchased something while you're drunk. That the next morning you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And if you're a young adult, there's a very good chance that purchase may have been stocks or a stock. Mm-hmm. I've never impulse bought any stocks. No, me neither. But um, cool. It's an idea, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe I should try that next time I'm thinking about the shoes. According to a new survey, 32% of investors admit to trading while drunk. And the age group that is the biggest offender, Gen Z. Gen Z, Generation Z, are uh, those who are younger than 24. And I guess older than 21 if they're drinking legally. I mean, it's not... I mean, it is, but is is it that different than going to... The Hard Rock Casino and putting three hundred bucks on a whatever. Good question. Yeah, that's my question. How much money are you putting down? I oh. mean, I have, I have a friend that um, I would say quarterly probably puts a thousand bucks into um, just a, one of those e trade accounts, or one that you can kind of do it yourself, right? And we'll just go in there and go, now eh, buy a little bit of this, a little bit, of, a little bit of that. I heard the the weed stocks are good in Canada. I'll buy a couple of those, and then just. Hopefully he makes money. If he does, he sells it. And if right. he doesn't, then it was just, well, better than buying cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the mentality. Does he do it sure. sober? He does do it sober. That's probably good. Because 85% of Gen Z investors say they've made a threat they regretted. And 66% have made an impulsive or emotionally charged investing decision they later regretted that was fueled by alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah, 59% of... Gen Z investors say they've traded while wasted. <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. I've bought a lot of things while wasted. Yeah. And to be clear, uh, they surveyed, just so there's no confusion, they surveyed U.S. consumers with an investment account. So these are amateurs, not people paid to work investment portfolios. Right. I don't want you to think that your stockbroker is hammered when making <laughs> trades on your behalf. Although, I don't know. He may be. He or she may be. I I guess I have no way of knowing. Meanwhile, 
you know, it's one thing to go all out on a kid's birthday party. Jen, you used to do that when Jacob was little. You'd, you'd throw some big ones. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the house when we I, I had a bunch of those inflatable slides with pools at the mm-hmm. bottom, you know, the water things. I had a couple of those every year, and those were always fun when he was little. But then we got onto the Dave and Buster's kick for a while. Yeah. And that'll cost you. That'll cost you. Yeah, that gets excited. It's a ton of fun, but kids go through those power cards very quickly. Very quickly. So, um, yeah, he's got a birthday coming up. Trying to figure out what we're going to do. Don't know yet. You should invite a lot of celebrities. You think so? Yeah. Invite all the celebrities. Should I put a huge tent in my backyard and invite all of the celebrities? All the celebrities who got cut (laughs) from the Obama 60th. You can come to our house. That's right. (laughs) But it's a whole, but don't be scaring your kid though. This is something that a mother in Oklahoma did when she was hosting a birthday party for her six year old girl, and she was bummed because her plans for a cake fell through. So mom came up with a kind of a bizarre backup plan. She hired Mrs. Bigfoot, <laughs> aka Cinnamon, who would be in costume. And would surprise the kids by peeking in the windows at the party. Oh, God. All right? That sounds kind of cool. Really funny. Did it scare the crap out of the kids? It kind of <laughs> did. Mrs. Bigfoot showed up. <laughs> and, you know, you're trying to get like a like a good scared reaction. Right. Like, oh, oh you know? right. But, no. No. <laughs> the kids were immediately horrified and began screaming, <laughs> running, crying mrs B- bigfoot went in the house and the kids eventually warmed up to her a little but the mother says the kids they still say <laughs> they never want to see her again oh god that's funny and i have audio of the moment the kid <laughs> sees the bigfoot and her mother brett talking about why she thought it'd be such a great idea whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> listen to mayhem poor thing <laughs> I'm like, oh, this will be cute and fun. My kids didn't really have that reaction. I would just recommend it for a good time. Obviously, by the video, my kids thought so, too. They don't want her to come back, though. Yeah, no thanks, That's so Mom. funny. That might be for adult parties, only. I think adults would get a bigger kick out of Mrs. Bigfoot. But I get why the mom thought it would be a good yeah. idea, because she, she arrived with balloons. She's wearing a tutu and a bow in her hair. So the mom thought she would... That, they that would, it would know. be cute and fun, but the kids, <laughs> kids did not have that reaction. <laughs> As you can hear. Yep. Not. They the might be traumatized for life. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. By the way, you know, there was a time when if you saw someone walking around talking to themselves, you're thinking, oh boy. You're thinking that they were having some sort of yeah. mental health issue. Right. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Or that's weird. Mm-hmm. Or if you were caught talking to yourself, you'd make eye contact and immediately be embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, times have changed because you see that all the time now because people are on Bluetooth. They're on their phone. They got headsets on or headphones or yeah. earbuds or whatever. And uh, now it's completely normal to see yeah. someone talking all by themselves. You don't even, that night, you don't even think about right. it. Because you just assume they're, they're talking, talking to on someone. the phone, yeah. right. 
they could just be listening to music. New survey found people who wear their headphones in public go an average of five weeks without having a meaningful conversation with someone new. Wow. (laughs) In fact, 47% of headphone wearers said they take them on walks. Uh, Almost 30% almost always wear them on public transportation, like you see people on the bus or on the subway wearing them. Yeah. 15% said they use their headphones every day now. 15%. For people under the age of 25, it's up to 30% now who wear headphones every day. Isn't that crazy? I wonder how that's affecting people's hearing. I mean, I know. What? Wearing, exactly, wearing these headphones for how many years now every day at, at work? I know my hearing isn't the greatest. Yeah, I can tell you after 35, well, more than that, I've been wearing headphones. Yeah, daily. Sure. For hours. I My, my hearing shot. Yeah, it's not good at all. But a lot of folks... A surprising number of folks wear head. They keep their headphones on, even if they're not listening to anything. But they keep their headphones their headphones on in public, specifically to avoid talking to other people. <laughs> Just under forty percent admitted that. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet there are people walking around with the uh, the headphones on and not even listening to anything. Right. <laughs> just they just want to avoid do, do, conversation. Do, 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 do. Yep. Isn't thing. that what you do on airplanes? Yep. <laughs> Although it's, you know, it hasn't been that bad. I've been really lucky these last few flights. Knock on wood. I got a knock on wood whenever I say something like that. What, sitting next it's to like somebody else that doesn't want to have a conversation? Next to a very cranky infant. No, I mean, just around a lot of people. I've, mm. I've been really lucky to have nice, quiet, sleepy fellow passengers. <laughs> Watch, I say that now. I'm going to be on a flight in two weeks. Yeah. Just bring those noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. <laughs> I always get stuck next to the chattiest person ever or they're sleeping, which is... It's one extreme or the yeah. other. Hey, did you know that when they uh, land the plane, it's really a controlled crash? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Trying to read That's the Delta funny. magazine. Uh, really? That It's just a controlled crash? <laughs> And I think ever since that guy told me that, I think of it every time. Yeah, that's exactly what I need to think about because you know how I feel about flying anyway. Kristen was on a flight recently. She was coming back. I think she had to connect through maybe Chicago or Detroit. I'm assuming Chicago because these guys she was sitting next to had just gone to Lollapalooza. And they were talking nonstop about Lollapalooza. This band was great. That band was great. That was so much fun. And. Mm-hmm. We did this, we did that, they're sharing stories. And then as they got closer and closer to Cincinnati, one of the guys was like, oh, my God, I'm just warning you guys, my mom is going to want to talk. <laughs> 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 Evidently, his mom was picking the guys up at the airport. These are young college guys. Uh-huh. Oh, and the guys were like, well, that's cool. Your mom's cool. Yeah, but she's my mom. <laughs> she wants to, she's going to want to talk to me. <laughs> Kristen got a kick out of that. Yeah. Tim's friend Stephanie is on the phone. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. So Stephanie watches The Bachelorette. And we sometimes watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, whatever's on. And we try to follow it. We try to keep up. But none of it, we all suck. Yeah, this we, season, none of us <laughs> paid attention to it, really. Yeah. And I'm sure it was fine. It just, we've had other stuff going on. And we kind of lost touch. And I, I know that last night was the season finale 
And yeah. I, I have a little cliff note here. I know what happened, but I missed the whole thing. And since Stephanie is such a passionate fan and was waiting for us to talk about it, I said, well, thank God she's texting Tim because we need someone who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> so, Stephanie, what happened last night? What was okay, it left so with? It, it was it was a very interesting finale. So last week, kind of the, the front runner that, honestly, I had slated to win, um, it was his, it was hometown. And he had this, like, perfect hometown and then basically said to her that, he was he was in love with her, and she had said from the beginning that she wasn't going to say it back to anybody, and she was only going to say it to one person. The person so, who she gets engaged to. Correct, correct. So basically her response was like, I really love looking at you when he said that, and he like basically slipped out and sent himself home. That's um, Greg, right? Greg who sent himself home. Correct. Greg Grippo. And um, there was there's all this extra drama stuff that apparently he was there for the wrong reasons and blah, blah, blah. But there's whatever. always one that's there for the wrong reason. Oh, is he the guy um, that they was said like, was there because he was just trying to be famous? Correct. Okay. Correct. So it was down to two. And um, my, my husband and I were kind of just joking around because the second guy that was not the winner, was basically, he should have gone home like three weeks ago, but people kept sending themselves home that she liked more than him. So he was kind of there by default. And he even kind of said that in the interview. And she's like, no, no, that's not the case. That really says something about her when multiple men are sending themselves home. (laughs) I'm out of here. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's not a good track record. Never mind. (laughs) That's funny. She she had the one-on-one with Blake. And told him that she loved him. So it was kind of like, okay, well, if she already said it. She already said this whole thing. So she sent the other guy home. But what was so weird is that Blake then knew that he was the only one. So He's the last man standing. Correct. But usually you don't know that. Even if the even if the lead sends the other person home just to be, you know, just to be nice. Don't make them go through a date, meet their family, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But usually they don't know the other person is gone. So Blake knew that he was the only person. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean an engagement will come of this. She could still Correct. say no. Right. Correct. Well, and he didn't have to propose. And so... They kind of had to make it seem like he was really doubting it. And do I really want to get engaged? Is this the right idea? And he met her family, two very, very um, strong-minded women, um, verging on the aunt was, like, kind of mean, like, really just kind of, like, unnecessary, like, just super, super, super um, just aggressive. Yes, aggressive, aggressive. So it it was it was awkward. It was awkward. But. Then they got engaged, and yeah, that was that was about it. All right, right. let's you play the moment. Going to happen. Well, here I'll play the moment that they got engaged. I'll feed it to you down the phone so you can hear it too. You have made me the happiest woman alive, and in a world of change, I want to be your constant. I love you today, tomorrow, and forever. Yeah. And I can't wait for our adventure to begin. You, I just, I just honestly knew, and I know how great of a wife you're gonna be, mother you're gonna be. I'm excited to support you and be there for you. 
every day moving forward. So that being said... Katie Lane Thurston. Will you marry me? Well, she seems so surprised. Yeah. yeah. And very excited and enthusiastic. So what's the story with Blake? Give us a quick background on him. Why do we like him? What was his story? So Blake was on last season um, of The Bachelorette. So when it was Claire and Tasha, he was on Claire's season. And then when Claire got engaged to the other one, he stayed on for Tasha's season. And then Tasha was one of the co-hosts of The Bachelorette. So apparently, quote unquote, he reached out to her and said, like, I really want to meet her. So he wasn't one of the original contestants. Oh, I didn't know you could do huh. that. I didn't know that you could just show up like that. Hey, I, I really like her. Well, they need new twists. I want to come on the show. Right. Sure. So how long do you give this? Do you think they're going to make it? Or do you think this is all just like, because she was in love with another guy two days ago, and then she all of a sudden is going to get married to this guy? I don't know. This one, this one I don't know. I mean, they, they do have a lot of chemistry. Um the guy actually before Greg that sent himself home that was the the widower with with the or yeah the widower with with the child was kind of my like favorite so people are kind there's all this wasn't he everybody's favorite didn't everybody in the oh, beginning yeah. think it was going to be the the widower with the kid that was going to ultimately get engaged he was amazing he was he was so good so I that's too bad it would it would be. It would be nice because he was wonderful, and people are saying, well, he should be the next Bachelor. If he sent himself home for his kid, you think that he can guarantee that he's going to be away for however many Well, he's going to have to bring the kid. They're going to have to get a crew of nannies, and they're going to have to bring (laughs) the kid along. How old is the kid? Is he little? He's... Is he oh, three ish? Okay, oh, so li- still little, young. little. Yeah. It's he's not little. like he's ten, yeah. right? All okay. right. No, 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 no. Because okay. that, that was the thing was he was FaceTiming with his son, and his son was, well, you know, you must not come home because you don't want to see me or something. Oh, like that. oh boy, yeah, he had been yeah. gone. He felt he like had he had been go. gone too long, and he had to get back to his kid. That exactly. It was having a negative impact on his kid so All steph right. you usually uh are participating in some sort of bachelor bachelorette fantasy league did you do that this time around did you win any money they didn't do it this time uh, he said he lost track of time but he's definitely doing it for next season okay so I'll, I'll let me know let me know all I, right I will. I will well you don't sound 100 percent satisfied with the outcome because you didn't get your guy no and i don't no. know i get the sense you're not really feeling this couple it's it's I, I think because she had so much chemistry with the other guys too, like usually from from like the second or third episode you're like, That's my guy. Yeah. And I didn't she's, that wasn't that wasn't Blake. You feel like she's settling? Yeah. 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 Did you like her? That's a no. Be, be honest, Steph. That's a no. Come on, Steph. What were your feelings? That pause. Yeah, what do you yeah? than I disliked her. I, I will say that, but I think she kind of came into it with this, I have to be every woman's woman, and she was very, like, I'm I'm sex positive, I'm outspoken, I'm a strong woman, and, and trust me, I am all about, you know, strong females and, and whatnot, but I, I think she kind of, like, 
held on to this personality that she had to be. You felt like she wasn't completely herself. So you feel like she was kind of putting on this alpha persona a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. So who's going to be, so don't they usually. Now we have a bit next is The Bachelor. Do we know who The Bachelor is going to be? So with the last season of The Bachelor, they chose two bachelorettes. So it's going bachelorette, bachelor in paradise, and another bachelorette named Michelle. Okay. Okay. And how did you feel about Chris Harrison not being there? How did the two girls do as hosts? (sighs) Keeping away the reason (laughs) that, that Chris Harrison was gone. And, and, you know, there's obviously a very big reason why he was gone. Yeah. I think they really missed that older, mature figure, yeah. almost a father figure. And actually, there was a point in time that, that Blake was kind of like talking about the engagement that I was like, you need that person there. Um, you need a dude. I, I you need, need a steady dude. anchor yeah, in that well, role. Someone, someone older, just someone that's more mature that, that can really kind of be that, that, that parental figure sure. Tasha yeah, and Caitlin I adored both of them I adored their seasons but they were kind of like cartoony and just really like just really kitschy and, and it sometimes I felt like it took away from Caitlin or excuse me from um, what's Katie, her face because they yeah. were so big so maybe Jeff that's what you need to you know, maybe you need to apply for oh, a job for the job yeah well, I, I would repay that compliment and say you would equally, I think, be great in that job because it doesn't have to be a, a man necessarily. I think you don't think someone needs would, a male energy. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I think male energy is great, but I also think the wisdom and experience you would bring, I think, would be equally. I'm very in touch with my masculine side. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> Well, Stephanie, thank you for, thanks, uh, I know we just kind of hijacked your morning, so thanks for calling us last minute and kind of <laughs> giving us the rundown. Oh, look, they're playing video Absolutely. of it now. I'm seeing her. Oh, she looks pretty. She's, <laughs> oh, they both look great. A handsome couple. <laughs> all right. Well, good. I'm, you know, I'm happy if she's happy. Yep. I mean, who knows Wish what Wish them things. all the best, you know, we, you know. We talk about how all these reality shows are staged and put on and choreographed and who knows, but maybe they are. But I keep going back to Ryan and Trista. They are still married yes, today. They They're still together. And they got like 36 kids. <laughs> <laughs> so there had to have been something there. And they're not the only couple, are they? Are they, They're not the only couple from the franchise that have no. gotten married, are they? No. There are no, a few there's, others. There's quite a few. Yeah. So, I mean, there is reality based in some of these reality shows. Who was the cute? Sean. Uh, was Sean a virgin? Mm-hmm. And... Yes, born again. Born again. Okay, that's right. Yep. He's still with his wife, right? Correct. That he met on the yep. show. Okay, two, I remember them. Two to three kids too. Yeah. Yeah. There huh. you go. So All there right. is some reality in reality TV. It's out there. That's good mm-hmm. to know. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks, Steph. Let's we may, get dinner. We may soon. call you back. <laughs> <laughs> we may have more questions. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Hi. You okay? Yeah. Sound a little down. Yeah. Are you working? Where are you? Uh, I'm the UDF girl. <laughs> what would you say? You're what? Uh, I work at UDF. Oh, oh hi. hi. It's you. How are things today? Good. My Good. sister posted a raspberry Sunday yesterday. She didn't get it from UDF because she lives in Boston. They don't have UDFs in Boston, but it made me think of UDF. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. It yeah. sounds really good right about mm-hmm. now. Ice uh, cream sundae, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turtle sundae for sure. Yep. Because, you know, you get both the hot fudge and the caramel with that. Right. And some whipped cream and a cherry on top. So Fritch is not here today, but Fritch always says that Tuesdays are her least favorite days, Lisa. Uh-oh. They're the most tired, and I agree with her, because usually her and I are, like, bitching about that early yeah, in Tuesdays together. Monday, she comes in here blazing, you know, and she just takes charge, and she knocks all this stuff out, and then Tuesday, she's exhausted, tired, and you have so much of the week ahead of you, it just feels like it's endless. Mm-hmm. That's why she hates Tuesdays. Tuesdays can be tough, but we're going to try to make your Tuesday just grand. Yeah. Yes. With a grand. That's right. <laughs> so you know the rules. 30 seconds. Do not repeat any of your answers. And passing quickly is the key to winning this darn thing. So we're going to make it happen by Jeff giving you a fantastic letter. Give her something good, Jeffrey. All right. Let's see if. <laughs> okay. Today, Lisa, you have the letter I. Oh, boy. However, <laughs> it comes with a bonus gift. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can either pick a show member to play for you or pick your own letter. Ooh. Now, if Fritch were here. We would say pick Fritch. I would totally yeah. say pick Fritch because she's fantastic at this. Yep. <laughs> she hasn't gotten 10 out of 10 yet, but she's she's really got 9 out of 10, and yeah. she does that often. <laughs> but she's not here today. She's in, where is she? Dominican, Dominican Republic somewhere? Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. She's in Punta Cana. So. That sounds nice. Yes. You could pick Tim or me or even Jen if you wanted to. Jen's pretty quick on her feet. I don't know if. Uh, nah. Or. I'd pick your own letter. <laughs> the letter I is tough. Or you could pick your own letter. Decisions, decisions. I think I will pick a different letter. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Good call. <laughs> I can close down the things that start with I tab on my computer. (laughs) All right. So so what what letter would you like? T. Oh, you want the letter T? Yeah, we'll try T. Okay. Okay. I'll write down the letter T. I feel like we just had that letter yesterday, didn't we? Uh, We did because I said Trenton. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, and I said, uh-huh. and then I was said tickle fight, and then you looked at me weird. And, <laughs> yep, that was the one. <laughs> Taylor right. Mill. There you go. Tick. Take Talk. a nap. Tickets. Mm-hmm. Taliban. Right. Oh God. <laughs> I'm looking at you weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Feel free to use any of those or not. Yep. Turtles. There you go. Tapestry. Yep. Tap dancing. I'll put 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> All right. And uh, we won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. With the letter T, name something you do when you're feeling lazy. Take a nap. A snack. Uh, pass. A name. Trent. Something purple. Pass. A flower. Uh, pass. A movie. Gosh, um, tin cup. Something plastic. Uh, pass. Something soft. Pass. A flavor. Pass. Ah, oh, jeez. 
Tin Cup. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. That's I an awesome it movie. Last night. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Like Kevin Costner's in that. Yes. Right? Oh, he is yeah. so stinking cute in that yeah. movie. Rene Russo. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, something soft. I was thinking of that thing that you stick needles in. What do you call those? Thing you stick needles in. Um. That might not even begin with the letter T. I don't think so either. Yeah, I was blanking too. Yeah. T was tough. T, yeah. Yeah. You think it would be easy, but I guess not. Nope. <laughs> so true. Depends. You know, there has to be that perfect marriage between the questions and the letter. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lisa. Thanks for trying. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, Thank your you. best Tuesday ever starts right. right now. <laughs> That's right. We'll talk to you again Enjoy. next time. Okay. Take it easy. All right, bye. Yeah. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. All right, so is this lame or would you go to it if they if they did this here? Every year, a guy in Minneapolis by the name of John Edward organizes a cat tour where people walk around looking at cats in windows. Is there like a certain neighborhood where there is an abundance of cats that sit in windows? Do 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 people purposely put their cats in windows? Are they trying to get out? What is happening? Yeah, it's a walking tour, so everyone follows the same route. Around 40 cats were in it this year. Oh, okay. (laughs) The owners had to apply online to be a part of it. Uh, John says last year's event was virtual, and basically no one watched. So he was glad to see people back out there. But I guess he originally started this as a joke. It's funny. But it caught on, and now <laughs> he's done it five years in a row. It's funny. My mom's cat will hang out in the window at the back of the house. And so I can always tell when the dogs are in their crates because I'll walk by, and there's Colby. And it's the funniest thing just to see his head popping up in the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just <laughs> staring out the window. That's a funny man. They're hilarious. Just, I don't know. They just strike me as funny. I look at one and You're a cat guy for sure. I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. They just um You want two more? Nope. You already trying to get rid of yours? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I get hit up all the time from people. I get I'm messages sure. daily from people. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just these these they're going to destroy my house. I could just tell. Obviously, the cat tour is not for everyone, but the people who love it really love it. Uh, some of the owners even bring their their cats outside for people to pet if oh, they wow. want. It also features a bunch of historic houses in the Minneapolis area. Yeah, so, so lots of cool things to see. Anyone who loves cats and architecture, like for them, it's it's basically Coachella. Well, he likes cats. And I told him where I was going, and he asked if he could come, too. So I said, well, you have to come. Good to get back out there walking around the neighborhood looking at cats after last year. Last year's tour was virtual, so we didn't have a big turnout. But it's it's good to get back out there. Yeah, the one woman who showed up this year said the best part is you get to meet other cat people. (laughs) There are days where you feel like you're the only one. And in general, she thinks there should be a lot more cat-related things for people to do. Sure. Yeah. Good plan. Yep. Each house can get a little creative with their cat display. Sure. Right. You know, and over at Kevin and Joyce's house, they got a bay window, so it's a little extra special over there. <laughs> I saw the video of those people in the elevator that was filling up oh with water. Oh, my God. How horrifying. What? 
Oh, you didn't hear oh about this? Oh, my God. Yeah. This was awful. Okay. You, you wouldn't think this has to be said, but if you're Apparently a, it does. Yeah. If you're in a big apartment building and there's a flash flood, do not take an elevator down to the basement. <laughs> Nebraska got a ton of rain over the weekend and parts of downtown Omaha flooded. So a group of friends decided to go check out the floodwaters. A guy named Tony Liu was hanging out with his two friends in his apartment, and they all looked to be in their 20s or early 30s. And they took an elevator down to see if if the place was flooded or not and quickly found out that it was. There was a huge jolt on their way down when the elevator hit the water, Mm -hmm. and then the water started pouring in through the cracks, and they couldn't get out. One of them was recording with their phone when it happened, so there's video. I'm watching it now. This is insane. Oh, yeah. It's up to her armpits. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, terrifying. It it went as high as their necks. So they called 911. They said, please hurry, because they, honest to God, they couldn't get the door open. They thought the waters were going to continue to rise and mm-hmm. they might drown. But Tony's roommate happens to be a maintenance guy in the building and was able to get to them first. Some sources say they were in the basement. Other people say they were in the lobby. But there's video from outside the elevator, too. And it looks to me like it's the basement. But even out there, the water was up to their shoulders. So they had to, they had to literally pry the doors. They had to pull both doors from both sides to get it open. And, uh, you know. Luckily, they're okay. We got into the elevator, and uh, we actually wanted to just see what the basement looked like. We didn't really know what was going to happen. We never thought of anything of it. So as we were going down, the elevator just shook and stopped, and water just started gushing in. I just tried to remain calm. Uh, I know my friends were really panicking, so I knew I had to try to do something about it. So I just knew I had to remain calm. Yeah, it turned out some first responders also rescued four people stuck in another elevator in the same building. In the same, oh, they got a bunch of sharp knives living there, don't they? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Yeah. Elevators, that was a recurring dream for me, stepping into the elevator and there was no elevator wasn't there and falling down the shaft. That used to be like a recurring nightmare I used to have. I forget what the meaning of it was. Now, or something. when that happens to you once, even if it's in a dream, right? don't you kind of get into the habit of looking first? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. You bet. Yet it was a recurring dream. Uh, uh, you would think, right? <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't learning whatever it was I needed to learn. Hmm. Right. Did you ever figure out what it, what it symbolically meant? I did, but I don't remember oh. what it was. I think falling in general, there's a big meaning to falling. No. Oh. There's a dishwasher hack that's been making the rounds online. So if anyone's tried this, I'd like to know if this really works. A grandmother named Babs. Well, if it's coming from a grandmother named Babs, I'm going to bet yes. She posts life hacks on TikTok. And she showed people an easy way to dry your dishes after running them in the dishwasher. She says, just drape a dry terry cloth dish towel over the door and close it. Wait five minutes. That's it. 
The towel is supposed to absorb all the moisture so your dishes end up dry quickly. Okay. It's worth a try. But so I'm as soon as it ends, so while it's still hot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You would think, right? Has this ever happened to you? You just wash the dishes, but everything is still wet. No hand drying. Do this instead. End of the cleaning cycle. Terry cloth dish towel. Close the door. Wait five minutes. You won't have to hand dry the dishes. What do you know? So if it goes through the drying cycle and your dishes still aren't dry, I was told it's because I needed some jet dry. Yeah. And so I got jet dry and that solved the problem for me. I wonder mm-hmm. if this means if you don't use the heating thing. Yeah, maybe not. Hmm. Some people say it doesn't really work that well. I've seen a few people online who claim it doesn't actually do much. But my guess, to your point, Jen, is that you know it probably helps if you do it right after the wash cycle ends while it's still steaming. That's but still I suppose steaming. you know I suppose any pools of water would still be in there. You would, yeah. I mean, even after going through the whole process with the heat, there's always, our dishes are always still wet. But Jacob, that's his job. He loves he loves unloading the dishwasher, and he dries each and every dish, plate. Yeah. Yep. Other people pointed out that you can also just leave the door open a little without a towel, and that works too. Hmm. 